Hey there, folks. Welcome to the Smooth Burrito. I'm Frank. I'm Trevor. And today we have a special guest, uh, a very old good friend of both me and Trev's. Uh, worked with him at Geek Squad like eons ago. Hey, everybody, meet Josh. Hey. I don't have a fucking soundboard, so you get like, bad <laughs> clapping. I, yeah, I did the clap. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, guys. But yeah, um, so usually what we do around here is we just start off talking about, like, if we've been playing anything, um, which I guess I can go first. I have been playing uh, not much. Uh, I played some Diablo 3, which was fun, although that game is still way, way, way too fucking easy. Like, I just have a fucking pal, or not pal, I have a fucking necromancer that I'm using as a tank in hard mode. That should not be possible. Last time I played it, it felt like a Muso game. Like Yeah, it really like, does. <laughs> it really like, feels like a fucking Muso and... game, except Muso games at least have combos I have to worry about. Yeah. Um, combos. Yeah. I want to, like, I, I think I'm going to go through, like, we're tearing through it so fast that I might as well just beat it because we probably have one more, like, hour-long session or whatever. But right. after that, I think I'm done with it. And I hope that Diablo 4 is uh, good, um, or at least better than this. I know that people are probably going to say you should be playing hardcore or whatever, but I can't access it on this account because it's not the same account that I used to beat it. So, right. fuck me. Um, other than that, I've been trying to play this fucking Gundam game. I got on with uh, uh, with my friend Ian. Um Tried to get on yesterday, sat in rank for like five minutes, matched up with the same people who kicked our asses twice, and then could not get a match to save our lives. So that was fun. That's tight, dude. I always oh. love it when that happens. Oh yeah, it was it was fucking wicked. And I got my arcade cabinet to work with Fightcade, which is really fucking cool because now I can play fighting games online with people on my fucking arcade machine. That's what's up. So, uh, anything else? That's about it for... Oh, uh, Danny and I have been playing The Sims 4 um, on Saturdays at 5 o'clock on Twitch. Plug. has been fun. Yeah, <laughs> that blatant plug. <laughs> for all of the nobody who listens to this can go over there. <laughs> I think we've got a few listeners, man. Do we? I think, uh, yeah, yeah man. Listeners. <laughs> how, how do you figure that? I've been spreading it around, man. People <laughs> oh, have been telling just... me they've been listening to it. Gotcha. How, if you were gonna guess, how many? At least ten. Uh, oh, nice. Whoa. That's actually not. That's bad. good. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's impressive. Um, I'm impressed. I know that we have enough listeners to where iTunes actually gives a shit about giving us a rating now, which I've yeah, we have a few any other podcast I've done. Yeah, so. yeah. I feel I feel bad, but uh, I didn't look because I didn't know. But what's the rating? Do you have a rating yet? Oh shit! Let me check. Check well, it. We're not check gonna have one. I think it's just like five. Yeah, uh, I think it's five out of five. Yeah. Of course, this big long stretch of dead air and me typing on a mechanical keyboard is what people <laughs> Dude, that's for. what this podcast is. <laughs> yeah, five point oh four ratings. Perfect yeah. score. Perfect score. That's, that's awesome. <laughs> it's beautiful, man. Yeah. Right. What about you, Josh? You been playing anything? Uh, yeah, actually, I've been playing Resident Evil Seven. As Game of late. is tight. It is tight. It's scary, yeah. dude. It's scary as fuck for like the it first like, four hours. Or like, man, this game is like scary as shit. I played the demo and I was kind of ambivalent on it, but I think it's one of those games where if I played it in VR, it would be a completely different experience. I feel like yeah, it, sick. I, yeah, I feel like it would probably make me sick too. <laughs> 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 I concur. Uh, I do feel like it's kind of made for VR though. Just it's kind of one of those games you play on a flat panel, and you're like, this was definitely made for VR. But yeah, um, Resident Evil Seven. I started that yesterday played it with the lights off it was pretty scary and then uh i just randomly started jumping back into fortnite on pc nice also, so that's going pretty well i think that the uh newest stuff is pretty sweet the marvel the stuff marvel stuff yeah i haven't played that yet yeah it's it's good it's actually pretty fun um i, I mean we're really excited about uh that happening, but I I didn't play for it or I don't play for it. I'd rather. 
Yeah, I, I mean, it's not the best game in the world, in my opinion. I dibble dabble. Yeah, but it's it's a time waste. Yeah, that's always good to have. It's a time waste. Um, I have been playing some Diablo three still too. I love Diablo three. I played on console. I used to play it on PC, but yeah, it's it's like it gets harder, right? Like it has to. Oh yeah. I mean, eventually. I don't know. I've played it for a super long time. Um, Because I did, like, a stupid bullshit build that, like, I just crapped together out of an idea, and it seems to have completely broken the game entirely. (laughs) But I'm also playing with the Necromancer, and I have a feeling they just put that DLC out, and then we're like, whatever, it's it's balanced, bye. Yeah, I'm also playing as a Necromancer right now. Um, I usually just do, like, Nephilim riffs and stuff. I mean, I... So... I mean, yeah. like, bone armor and, like, scythes. Yeah. Yeah. Bone armor is, uh, the shit. <laughs> so, I love it. But, other than that, that's about it. Oh, also, uh, Isle of Man TT. I've been playing Isle of Man TT on Xbox. Oh, rad. Yeah. Motorcycle I have a friend stuff. who's actually moving there soon. To the Isle of Man? Yeah. Oh my goodness. I am mad jealous and I'm going to that help him crazy. go through all the gaming shit in his basement and um just catalog what he has before it all gets ebayed off because That's yeah. Um well, I would love to go there. For sure. Oh yeah, it definitely seems cool. I'll probably see if I can't visit after, you know, everything stops fucking up. And- <sighs> Right. Yeah, I'm about to travel next week for the first time since the uh, pandemic has started. Uh, to Missouri. Oh, nice. Just for a couple of days. That's what's uh, up. Yeah, traveling super cheap right now. If you didn't know, so yeah, I've been oh, yeah, trying to sure. convince. I've been trying to convince my wife that we should either make the drive or fly for Christmas or whatever, depending on how things are going. But I am I not know. getting on a plane. <laughs> Until <laughs> it's over, I'm being complete, utter fucking scared bitch, and I'm fine with that. Hey, that's fair. Yeah, <laughs> no, do fair. you? Yeah. Yeah, I'm actually flying. I'm not super stoked, but it was so cheap, dude. It was like hotel, uh, flight, car, ride under three hundred. Yeah, hotel, Dang. hotel, Holiday Inn. Right. It's fucking cheap, though. That is uh, mad cheap. I know. That's what I said. I couldn't believe it. And then I decided to stay another day, and they just gave it to me all for free. It's crazy. <laughs> uh, you know what? So, <laughs> we don't need any more money. Yeah, I called it. I was I was gonna leave on Friday and uh, catch a flight back on Sunday, and then I was like, you know what? I'm off Monday too. Why not? I so I called them to see. Lungs so I can take advantage of these travel deals. Oh, you'll be fine, man. <laughs> You'll be, You'll be fine, fine, man. I mean, my leggings are made of iron, I'm pretty sure, at this point. Oh, yeah. So, I'd hate to see what those look like. You're like the fucking bulletproof monk over here. Ah, yes. <laughs> of, uh, yep. I mean, <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, my COVID anxiety is through the roof because of the traumatizing events I went through in New York when it was horrible, but... Still, still gotta live our lives and shit, man. It's true, yeah, dude. Life goes on. Like this shit's not going away. No. Like it's gonna be around for a hot minute. So it's like I can't. As much as I'd love to just completely put my entire life on hold for two years, you know. Yeah. Um, right. It's just. It's not feasible. Yeah, you're gonna have to. <laughs> right. You have to do. Yeah. Especially you know what you can a... do. Play What's some that? fucking video games. Am I right, gamers? Yeah, dude, games are so cool, dude. Fucking tight, man. So much tighter than COVID. That, that transition was so fucking bad and forced, and I love it. Uh, I, it was a great I've transition. Been, I've been playing like a shitload of games, guys. What do you got? Like a lot. So I played the new Avengers game. Um, a lot of controversy around that because it's basically an advertisement. Yeah, um, is it any good? Because like the video I watched of it look made it look kind of boring. So the campaign, like, take out all the looter bullshit that they tried to shoehorn into this game. Yeah, no, no. The campaign. I played the campaign. It took me, like, 12-ish, 13-ish hours. I did, like, a lot of the side stuff. Um, Was really good, actually. So, like, the Avengers are, like, really very multidimensional characters, you know? 
um with like a lot of a lot of different shit like you got you got like their their personalities and shit yeah, are really robot well... shooty man no but you got the hulk and iron man and captain america all in a video game man and all of them are like op but they somehow managed to weld it all together in a cohesive story that makes sense and is actually pretty good okay that's, um, that's fair that's hard to do with the, all of these characters it is. That's what I'm saying. Like, you would think, like, it's like making a game with fucking Superman, dude. It hasn't been done because just Superman I might have figured OP. that out the other yeah, day. Yeah, in our last podcast, yeah, right? Like, but if it's just Superman, right? And, you know, take out, like. No, I had another Justice idea League. for it. Oh, did you? Yeah. Like, so what if it's a Superman Musso game? Oh, God. And then, like, the generals that you go up against that are super hard are, like, you know, whatever. Flavor of the month bullshit, like, we've given these people Kryptonian powers. Excuse what you come up with. Right. Or it could so, just be, like, Metallo. <laughs> but, what... I, I had the same, the same, like, concerns about the Avengers, and that, like, everybody's just gonna be OP, it's gonna be really easy to just, like, walk your way through the game, because if mechanics from one character's tool set don't work then surely you'll be able to use another character and just like mow your like walking simulator your way through this fucking game um from start to finish but that wasn't the case um they introduced different characters through different points of the game they have pretty good storylines for each of them um the story was well written and the main protagonist uh, Miss Marvel, uh, Kamala Khan is actually really good. So I enjoyed the campaign. I got into post game stuff. Um, that's garbage. It's just bad. It's repetitive. <laughs> um, like, how the, long is the how bad game? is it? So the campaign is like 13, 14 hours, roughly. Okay, so it's like a pretty standard campaign for like yeah, a that's... like a regular AAA game. It's we're like... not getting any two hour Fast and Furious. No, 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 no. It, it's like it's pretty. It's like standard length. I mean, like The Last of Us Two, like took me like twenty five hours, and I thought that was like way too long. So like, I'd say it's pretty standard fare. But the then they get you in after that. They get you into the post game shit, which again is really bad. Because you just go and you pick missions that you can finish. You get to pick the character you play the mission with. You finish these missions in like five or ten minutes and get gear. And the gear is pointless because you can't see the gear on the character because the character's appearance is customizable through skins and skins are grabbed through mostly money. Yeah, the so fucking like, pay, pay for costume shit. Yeah, basically and it's, more out. it's like yeah, what it's the is worst. the point so like the point if you don't want to spend money the point of playing post game is the gear but the gear has no like no significance you can't even see it right <laughs> like so like you just have a number like you're literally just playing the fucking post game to have a higher number for your gear score <laughs> that's literally it look um, at my big number bro <laughs> like yeah, my, cool number, my number is i got to you know like i got to level 50 and my gear score is a high number and that's like in prestiging like, in call of duty before it gave you anything yeah except <laughs> like except yeah, yeah yeah exactly but the thing about that here is like it's too easy the post game's too easy like i said these missions are so isolated and they're like 10 minutes dude i played several of them and you can finish them in like a good 10 or 15 minutes and be done and get gear and then like recycle repeat. And like it's so repetitive, dude. It is so fucking repetitive. I couldn't do it. I'm done. I'm not yeah, playing it. That's the unfortunate thing about like the whole games as a service thing is that it's essentially just like when it's done badly, you take a game and then you tack on a bullshit MMO raid system on the end of it. They didn't like, even have, like, a raid-type thing yet. And I was like, you look at Destiny, for example, and they've got, like, strikes that you can do with people. you got raids. You've got, like, a variety of post-game content, right? Yeah. This is just, like, literally a table you walk up to and choose a mission and play it for 15 <laughs> minutes and get new gear. 
and that's Bam. it. That's your extent of post game, and it is fucking terrible. And there's people like talking positively about it, and I'm like, no, it's bad. There's no way this is good. You can't put a good spin on this. It's bad. Like <laughs> this is not like the first games as a service. This is not. We haven't seen games as a service yet, so we're just trial and error here. No, dude, like you, we have so many games like the Division Two who did shit right or well for a long time. You've got Destiny, like you've got a lot of really good games as a service that have like really strong followings that have a variety of post game content. And the Avengers is over here just chilling. Like we've got like 10 minute missions <laughs> and gear that like doesn't even show up on your character. So come play our game. Oh man, that sounds like um, shit. Yeah, it sucks. Um, but like I said, the campaign's solid. So like I think it's worth a playthrough for the campaign itself. If you don't want to spend any money, you like the Avengers, the voice acting's really good. They got like some of the big names like Troy Baker and Laura Bailey and stuff like that. So like voice acting's good. Um, Crystal Dynamics, they've done all like the new Tomb Raider remake, so like they know how to you know, weave a pretty good like story in a video game. So I, I thought it was well put together. Um, but all the rest of the content in the game is trash. Um, I've also been playing Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1, 1 and 2 remake. Yeah, um, I want that game really fucking bad, but I'm like, oof. I can't justify spending $60 on it. Right. It's 40 Fuck yes. God damn it. <laughs> I don't know. If that changes it for me, it abs it's absolutely worth forty dollars. It's really good. Like yeah. it's it's completely overhauled. It's not just like an up res. Like these maps are like this looks like a modern day brand new Tony Hawk Pro Skater game that came out like right now. This is yeah, not like an up res not... janky. They did some work. I appreciate them doing work. Just for me, uh, it just comes down to. I have a backlog, which includes, like, you know, that Thug Pro PC mod to play, and I should get that out of the way first. And yeah. also wait for it to be, like, 20 bucks, probably. Like, I think if you like skating games, like, this is... This is the best version of the best skating games ever made, in my opinion. Um, that That and... downtown level has gone from being the worst level in my memory on of that game to like the best one i know dude um i got it on pc and it doesn't it, it doesn't require like crazy amounts of power to run at 4k 60 and it's very good like I, i'm loving it and it's like kind of one of those mindless games too where you just go around and like skate and do whatever the fuck you want Oh, yeah. Got a good multiplayer. They added in a bunch of, like, uh, skater customization. Um, like, you earn money. There's a leveling system. You've got, like, badges and shit. Uh, with, and you can, like, purchase new decks and do all kinds of, like, purchase new, like, um, clothes and whatever. Uh at, like not with real money, but money you earn when you play the yeah, game. Yeah, 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 and don't, hawk bucks. Yeah, hawk bucks. Hawk bucks. Yeah. <laughs> the preferred currency of Tony Hawk. <laughs> yeah, but that game's great. Um, that was. That's I have literally nothing bad to say about that game whatsoever. It's fantastic. Nice. I will. I will own that at some point. I know that. I know that much. But. Um, I guess we should move on to the news. Uh, got a few quick things here up on... First attack! So, do you, either of you know much about the expansive, extensive lore of Bionicle? <laughs> I love how our podcast typically starts off with something just... Just... <laughs> no. What do you mean? No, Frank, please tell us all about it. This is important... <laughs> Let's so I'm not gonna I'm not gonna take you through the lore of the actual Good fucking Lord. toys because we'd be here for a minute. But long story short, there was a 3D Bionicle game in development a while ago when like that series first came out and was popping. That it was supposed to hit Definitely console, popping. never came out. 
some guy started working on a re-implementation of it that has grown into this weird fucking, like, Dark Souls-esque combat-having platformer thing, and it looks really good. Um, like, you know, and it's one guy doing all the work, but it looks nice, it has good textures, all that combat looks like it's good. He's still working on it, but the big deal here is that LEGO is okay with it. Which is rare. Usually that shit just gets DMC8'd instantly, but um, I guess since LEGO doesn't do anything with Bionicle at all whatsoever anymore, they're just like, yeah, whatever. So, I know more than a few people who will play that game. I might <laughs> check it out. Um, I don't know, I was never all that hardcore of a Bionicle guy. <laughs> I did have the comics and read them because I had a subscription to LEGO Magazine because I really enjoyed LEGOs as a kid. LEGOs are tight. Yeah, but Legos that... are tight. Fucking love Legos, dude. I love the love the fuck out of Legos. Did you buy that cool. Lego Ness yet? No, man, I still haven't done it. <laughs> like, is it still? Can you still buy it? I have no fucking idea. I wasn't gonna <laughs> buy it. I was wanting to, but I don't even know where I'd put it. I'm like, yeah, it's probably. almost the I size it, of a full size TV. So we put, we put it, we put it together, and then she'd figure out a way to destroy it. Oh, absolutely! She'd start wearing it as a helmet. Yeah, <laughs> she like cut out like little uh, holes in like one of the boxes of one of her old toys, and like put it on her head and walked around and said she was a robot. So I don't put it past her <laughs> whatsoever. Awesome. Um, she would definitely do that. She would definitely wear it as a helmet. Well, that's all that I have in hardcore Bionicle news. Uh, I, I don't even have a fucking sound I can put here because I don't think any of the characters ever, like, talked out loud in anything that I've seen. I'm sure somebody knows of one, but uh, anyway. Moving on from <laughs> free games with very good will, let's talk about a very expensive game with very bad will behind it. Uh, so Star Citizen is going free to play. Mm. Which, hmm. I don't know if either of you are familiar with this. I've never heard of it. Do you ever play Wing Commander? Uh, yes. So Star Citizen, its original pitch was the Wing Commander guy being like, hey, how about you give me a shitload of money to make a video game that's basically Wing Commander except new? And everyone was like, (laughs) yeah, that was eight years ago. And... Now their Kickstarter, like, or their, their fucking, it's not even Kickstarter, because I think it might have started before that. I don't know what platform they're using, but their funding is super huge. It's the most expensive video game in existence, and last I knew, they were still busy making a roadmap to, uh, making a roadmap to get a roadmap out to people about their development. Yeah, it's fantastic. Like, I just remember like reading a lot of separate video games now. Like yeah. one's a first person shooter and shit, and the other's a space game and the internet connect like that Eve thing that happened. I don't that Eve thing that happened. <laughs> yeah. But apparently yeah, you remember... can play it for free uh until the thirteenth or whatever. Twenty third. And then you can spend tons of money on overpriced ships. Yeah. You, know. <laughs> yeah, you also don't buy a copy of the game, you buy a fucking ship. Yeah. It's great. It might it's get destroyed. Stuff. Yeah, not playing that. I really no. hope you don't have to rebuy those ships if they get destroyed. <laughs> oh, that would be hilarious. <laughs> Can you... $212 million in funding this thing has. There, there's like Total some... cash raised, because uh, oh. they have investors, is over $250 million. There's some like programming oh in the game where it glitches out and destroys your ship if it's had if you've had it for too long. <laughs> <laughs> you have to buy a new one. Don't buy ships Why? made by Apple, dog. <laughs> <laughs> the I Star. Uh, I don't even fucking know, like why you would. I might try it, you know? Like, I mean, this it's is free the... until September 23rd. Exactly. Might as well give it a shot and then be like, Elite Dangerous is better than this and quit. <laughs> uh, 
Oh yeah, this one one uh, last thing I wanted to talk about in terms of scummy companies doing scummy things. So, in this latest UFC game, this has already happened and then been quickly reversed because of public backlash, but in this latest UFC game that came out, uh, EA put ads in. I don't mean like the in-ring ads or ads on shorts or anything. Literal just fucking Amazon advertisements for like the boys and shit when you go to watch a replay. It shows you an ad first. They put that in. They put it in a week after the game came out so reviewers couldn't talk about it. And but then dude. everyone said, what the fuck are you doing? This is a $60 game. And they it, wouldn't, back. it wouldn't be realistic if there weren't commercials in the game. I know. All right? Like, if you're playing sports <laughs> games, you gotta have uh, commercial breaks. Duh. Is- Shitty. <laughs> I want all of my advertising in the form of giant floating Mountain Dew cans like they had in San Francisco Rush. Dude, I like Mountain Dew. I also <laughs> like Mountain Dew. I drank a bunch of it earlier. I was so thirsty. Have you had that I new Halloween so one? <laughs> Were you still thirsty after you drank it? Yeah, it's pretty <laughs> dying, unquenchable thirst. <laughs> Incredibly hey. unfortunate. Man, you know what I want? I want psychedelic <clears throat> lemonade filled with benzene. That's what I'm you looking know, for. You know, if you come to Denver, you can actually eat some magical mushrooms at uh, the cost of zero fear because they're legal here. Nice. At the cost That's of right. zero fear. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, I'd like to buy some mushrooms, please. The That would yeah, be would five like one fear. Mushrooms. <laughs> be five fear. I heard it was zero fear. I heard it was zero fear. fear zero and fear and half the and half the loathing. Uh, yeah, fuck, fuck this, fuck this, fuck this. I hate EA so much. <laughs> yeah, you stupid jackasses! Like they also now have the record-setting lowest user-rated game on Metacritic ever. In what Madden is it? Twenty-one. Mad- Just Madden I saw 20. like a Madden it's twenty-one a screenshot. With, like, a special cooler on it or some shit. Like, that was supposed to be, like, you know, have your fucking fandom put this... I don't know, I don't fucking play these games, but, uh, it said Madden 20 on it. (laughs) Oh, yeah, yeah, there's tons of stuff on there, like, that people have been posting. That was the laziest game ever made. Yeah. Tell you the last time I played a Madden game. I don't think I played a while. I think I played Madden '94 a while back. <laughs> a while back, like recently. Say, yeah, yeah like recently. <laughs> to what I played last, but I want to say it was probably closer to like 1998 when I played it. <laughs> yeah. I played Tecmo Bowl somewhat recently. Oh, did you really? Rat. Yeah, it was like. Uh, I was realizing how easy it was to get interceptions in that game because, like, if you just if you just threw it to someone that was covered, it was like an interception like one hundred percent of the time. It was like it might be. Like, fucking... I would get interceptions like eight times. <laughs> <laughs> Who the hell do you have to be to just win? Is it Thurman Thomas? I can't. Remember. Um... Oh yeah. Um... I can't fucking remember either. It's a really obvious dude, too. He was fan. like, he played I'm baseball football and football. Oh, uh, shame on know. Trevor. Anyway, uh, last bit of quick news that we have before we really get into the big topics. So, the deep dives. The deep dives. This is about uh, the video game Skullgirls, everyone's favorite horny, dark stalkers alike um, that was made by Lab Zero Games. So, recently, there was some weird, uh, like, sexual harassment crap that came out about the guy who heads up the company who made it, and everyone left. Well, not everyone, but most of the prominent people making this game left. And he has apparently literally fired everyone who hasn't already quit at this point, so... (laughs) Good job. That's going well. (laughs) That reminds me of, uh, that waiting movie. Where yeah. like the good dude tries to go in there and quit, and he's like, "You know what? You're fired." He's like, "No, I just quit." And he's like, "No, what? What happened was you came in here, and you're fired." <laughs> I fired. <laughs> Get out. 
<laughs> That's basically what's going well, on at fired. this point. But yeah, that's fun. Um, you know what else is fun? Cheap ass video game consoles. Oh, here <laughs> it comes! Here it comes! I knew it was coming. The new Xbox Series <laughs> S. I don't. Which this is the cut down Series X. I only know these consoles. This is the one that looks like a speaker as opposed to the one that looks like a refrigerator. And I only know these consoles via colloquialism because the naming is too fucking confusing. Yeah, dude. So um, that is incredibly irritating. There's a lot of shit. There's a lot of shit going around with this right now. First of all, at $299.99, I could have just said $300. Uh, (laughs) uh, It's cheap for sure. Um, it's aimed to hit 1440p. It's not going to be a 4K console and up to 120 frames per second. It's got the same processor, same SSD, except it's half the size of the Series X. It's got basically the same hardware, except the GPU is far less powerful. Even, say, like, even less powerful. The, the controversy and the thing that gets me here is it's even, it's even less powerful than the one x gpu wise so like the one x aims for 4k it can hit 4k on a lot of games um and it's priced around 300 right now at most places it doesn't have like the solid state drive it doesn't have near as good of a processor the processors in the current gen consoles are extremely outdated but the like the console itself can still hit like 4k for most current gen games and microsoft even announced recently that the series s will not run xbox one x enhanced versions of backwards compatible games that's a mouthful to say um which is like okay so now the series s which is quote unquote a next gen console cannot run previous gen backwards compatible games as well as the previous gen console that is the same price right now well i think part of this is just kind of the sacrifices that are made in terms of making this thing because this is essentially like this is less the playstation slim and more here's a halfway point between our big new thing and our old shit that can game at 1080p or 1440p, fine. And you understand what you're buying when you get into this. So. I do like the op- I do like the option. It's always good to have options. Like $300 is cheap. You can play next-gen games on it. Um, not everybody has a 4K TV, even though 4K TVs are like dirt cheap these days. Um, so not really everybody... Good. Yeah, I think it's a good deal. I think it's a good deal. Oh, yeah. I mean... For somebody, especially for somebody that doesn't have any hardware to begin with, I mean, if you want to get into PC gaming, you're not going to play next-gen games for 300 bucks. Oh, hell yeah. Like, and especially, you know I mean? you're definitely if not. you don't have 4K anything at home, like, this is the perfect buy. This is probably right. the one that I would buy if I... Like, <laughs> if you're too poor to afford a PC more expensive than $300. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, I think it'll be fine. Um, yeah. They apparently have some sort of weird financing thing out there. Ooh. Yeah, I did want to talk about this a little bit. Um, so they, with this, I guess we should say, when they announced this, they also announced the Series X is priced, which will be 500 which I kind of expected. And then the launch dates for these, which are is November 10th. Um, and then also the whole Xbox All Access thing, where... $35 a month gets you Game Pass Ultimate and the console. You you pay $35 a month for, <clears throat> excuse me, two years. And for the Series S, it's $25 a month. Game Pass Ultimate by itself is $15 a month. Um, so also a very good deal. This basically comes out to calculating it like completely interest-free. Um so I don't know what like how you're gonna qualify for that if all the stores are just gonna give you it as an option to do Xbox All Access. I don't know how that's gonna work. Like I assume it's gonna be like a cell phone where they'll just 
disqualify basically anyone because now they are positioning sell themselves to be in like a more cell phone like upgrade path. Like, you know, I'm going to pay you 35 bucks and I have this phone. Then when the new thing comes out, there's probably going to be some sort of upgrade program or hell with this financing. There might be a, an official upgrade program to get to the X. Um, so I don't know if it's the most consumer friendly thing. Like, and I don't know if this is better than the traditional model. And I have my doubts because if it was, if it wasn't advantageous to them in some way, they wouldn't do it, but it is an interesting shift. I think. I think COVID is somewhat of a reason for this and that they realize oh, if they put out something that's $500 expecting people to buy it at a time like this and don't give them another option to get it, that sales will suffer, um, which is probably true. But I think having that, I like tons of people like to finance their stuff. I'm not going to finance a console, dude. I'm I, I finance the things I absolutely need and that is it and i think phone is like the lowest i'll go in terms of financing yeah but um i do appreciate that they have an option for people that like want it and can get it pretty easily the thing i do worry about though is like okay the two years <clears throat> are they gonna release like is this going to be a situation where we get a new Xbox every two years and they kind of expect people to like upgrade and buy a new box every two years? Or I wouldn't be surprised if that's what they're going for. Um, whether or not you know people are willing to put up with that remains to be seen. I do think that these console upgrades are going to get a lot more iterative because really the only thing separating a console from a PC at this point is how much the company selling the console is you know, eating the hardware cost in order to make game, make it back on game sales. Like, that's literally it. Right. So, I don't know. I, I think that that'll definitely be interesting. And it is just one of the myriad ways that, you know, COVID has completely fucked up the gaming industry because, um, well, I guess we can address this now because it's kind of a good uh, segue. The PlayStation 5... Won't be backwards compatible with uh, PlayStation 3, PS2, or PS1 games, according to an internal Ubisoft memo that was going around. And if that's true, the only way that this would be shooting themselves in the foot is if they can't get games out, which COVID might make more difficult. Yeah, I. <clears throat> this was kind of be, to be expected for me. I didn't think Sony would be pushing backwards compatibility as hard as Microsoft has been. They've never really been all for backwards compatibility, to be honest. I mean, backwards compatibility on Sony consoles has always been kind of a pain. Um, but it sucks, you know? Yeah, I think after the comments from their now CEO, um, this is to be expected. But yeah, it still totally blows, especially given the fact that you've already seen it happen, too. We're going to talk about it later, but like... A lot of companies are just taking their old-ass games and giving them a half-assed remaster to put them on PlayStation 5 as their launch title. Like, there is an incredibly ugly Prince of Persia Sands of Time remaster trailer making the rounds now. Oh, oh yeah, it's to see that. Yeah, it, it, it does Everything not look looks pretty. like PlayStation 3 models. It's bad. Yeah. That's like, you're going to remake a game, like... What? Really? Put some effort into right. it. Right. <laughs> then remake it. Yeah, and remake the fucking game. And like a past couple years name, that man. have been chocked full of fucking remakes, dude, like and re-releases. It's like you you have competition. Like there's way better remakes out there. Right. Now, I will get on that subject here shortly, but uh in terms of just PlayStation, uh I confess I did not stick my head in the PlayStation 5 showcase at all. Uh what did they show us any cool it's, shit? It hasn't. It's on Wednesday, so oh, okay. I'm an I idiot. Assume... I will cut that part out so that I don't look like an idiot. <laughs> so he does not look like an idiot. <laughs> Frank's not an idiot, dude. He's so cool, dude. Yeah, yeah. Frank's the coolest, <laughs> Frank's the coolest cat that I know. Yeah, dude. And I know um, some people. Yeah, I mean, I do too. Frank. Yeah. Top of the list, dude. Very, oh yeah. yeah. Top three. I wonder if he's going to cut out all that. Um, nah. <laughs> I'm too lazy, mostly because I'm too lazy to do it. 
<laughs> but yeah, it's Wednesday, and I, I expect that they're probably just going to announce price and release date, and probably like some they're going to announce price, release date, probably launch titles, and then I bet they have some like surprise announcement or something. And uh, here's here's my prediction for how this announcement is going to work. They are going to announce the discless PlayStation Five for like fifty bucks cheaper than the disc having Bonex, and then. They are going to quietly say disc versions five hundred ninety nine US dollars, hoping that nobody notices. Nah, dude, I don't think it's going to be more expensive than Xbox. I think the only reason Sony has waited this long is to undercut them. I think it's literally like they've been ch- playing chicken the whole freaking time, and Sony just won the game of chicken that they've been playing for like the past seven months, and they have the perfect opportunity to undercut them by like fifty hundred, and they can definitely take afford to take a loss it uh, really does depend though because you can undercut the x but microsoft has put that s out there oh yeah they're not gonna and man that. can you get can you get letters that aren't exactly the same fucking letter please <laughs> down <laughs> yeah, yeah like... oh man i think i think that it wouldn't surprise me if the ps5 disc version was like 450 and the discless version was 400 but i also really would would be like would not honestly not be surprised if sony went completely insane and launched the ps5 disc version at 400 and tried the discless version at like 350 that would be impressive but i also feel like i feel like if they try if they get within a certain ballpark of microsoft they are just gonna be opened up to a fucking dumping lawsuit that they probably don't want to be in looking at it from like a business law standpoint of which I'm totally, you know, versed in and not talking out of my ass on. I feel like, the, well, the discless version of the PS5 has no considerable difference. Uh, it is a PS5 just without a disc drive. Yeah, so it's I'm not like a about. Series S type thing. So I feel like it's going to be a lot closer to price-wise to like the actual PS5 than yeah, like I the Series so. S and the X. So I feel like it's probably going to be like a $50 difference in price but with the ps4 launching at 400 like i don't and the ps5 being a little bit less powerful than the series x um i could see them really trying to make a push to have it to take a loss on the console itself make the money back in software sales and try to hit that 400 price point again it would make sense um We'll just have to see what happens. But, meanwhile, we can talk about whatever the fuck Immortal Phoenix Rising is, because you literally... <laughs> like, okay, so, here, let me send you the fucking trailer that I dug up. Just so you can... Josh, so you can have it on the... Uh, the On your screen and watch it while we're talking. Josh, have you played Breath of the Wild? Oh, no. No, I haven't. Um, so that's, in my opinion, probably like, it's one of the best Zelda games. It's a great game. Um, this game is a complete and utter ripoff of Breath of the Wild. <laughs> like, Ubisoft has created a game that is essentially just their version of Breath of the Wild with basically all of the same mechanics. Even the open world map is extremely similar, how you unlock areas of the open world map are the same, the giant ending sense of doom at the center of the map is the same. The, they have like shrines with similar puzzles with mechanics that use the, that are like the same as breath of the wild. It is just a shameless breath of the wild ripoff. And I I have, I have played breath of the wild. I don't understand. No, it's okay. (laughs) I don't understand how like, like Nintendo has taken down like just just taken down and pursued games that have done less than this i think it's a question of so the thing about breath of the wild is that it opened up zelda to a lot of modern day um gaming conceits because before that you hadn't had like the open world with the waypoints essentially you hadn't had like assassin's creed the dna in zelda so I think that if Nintendo tried to call someone out on making what is obviously a ripoff of Breath of the Wild, there's enough 
non-unique Zelda shit that they poured into Breath of the Wild to where they wouldn't have a leg to stand on. Sure, but there is one mechanic in Breath of the Wild that nobody's ever done before that is also in this game. Yeah. You can climb everything. Yeah, that's And there's done. a stamina meter. Prototype. Yeah, but they do it the exact same way. Like, you doesn't literally... Matter. I don't know that it was... <laughs> it's it's not, doesn't matter. Uh, like, like the whole prior art thing, like the tablet in 2001, a space odyssey lost Apple and iPad lawsuit. As long like as you the, can point to something and be like, that's prior art. Like how, can, in my there. opinion, how can you like take pride in your work as a developer and put something like this out and be like, yeah, dude, we killed it. I actually have complex feelings about this. Um, so if I look at one of my favorite games, Saints Row 2, that game would not have come out had those developers not made Saints Row 1, which was a blatant GTA knockoff. Of, yeah. Massive. Did you say Saints Row 2 is your favorite? Yeah, of the Saints yeah, Row I games, absolutely. Yeah, I love that game, dude. Me and Sean, man, we played that game so many hundreds of hours. I am I'm very <sighs> hyped for when like the remaster they're doing off of the found source code comes out, because that's internal volition. It's going to be really good, unlike the jank-ass PC version we have now. But... <laughs> There are there are cases where a lot of games where the first thing is just this is a ripoff of X Y or Z, and then the second game in that series does something more interesting because now they can't just be a confident ripoff; they have to differentiate themselves, right? I mean, yeah, and the game's not out yet, so we don't know if they've done something more interesting here. Yeah, they um, could have like just been like, "We're gonna start at Breath of the Wild and then add shit, yeah, or take away shit." You never know. But I also think that like. These games that are basically, oh, it's like this franchise, except it's on a different console, like Great Gianna Sisters or Crusader of Senti, which was a Zelda clone on the Genesis. I right. think that they have utility by A. If you really like Breath of the Wild, you now have access to Breath of the Wild that's not as good, but it can at least tide you over. And B, if you are someone without a Switch who plays this game and you're like, this is really good, you now have to buy a Switch to play Breath of the Wild. So it's, it's also on Switch. This game. Oh, this game's on Switch. <clears throat> Never mind what the fuck I was well, saying. It's on Holy everything. Shit. It's on everything. It's on everything. But it's also on Switch, yeah. yeah I feel like nobody on Switch is gonna buy this, but aside from those people who already had Breath of the Wild, but like there is a certain cro- like you're you're you would get more Breath of the Wild fans from this cross contamination into their Breath of the Wildless domains than just you know, it existing out there but not being checked out. I yeah. guess what I'm trying to say is that art is iterative, and I went to college. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think... Okay. No, you're right. <laughs> All of that makes sense. All points valid. Yeah. Uh, I'm just really like with that. a mad Zelda fanboy over here, because you just got <laughs> off my, my game. Yeah, like, this is absolutely... absolutely... sounding like... Yeah, <laughs> No, you, you have a right to be angry. This is absolutely a giant fucking ripoff of Breath of the Wild. It is a ripoff. Like, yeah, yeah, there's I mean, no... Yeah. I mean, I was sitting here watching the video, it. and I was like, man, I feel like I've seen this before. And then I looked up Breath of the Wild, I was like, shit, man, I played this. <laughs> yeah. But it's then ridiculous. it wasn't a Breath of the Wild. Yeah, it's a, it's a total ripoff. The, I mean, even the art style, dude, is like unoriginal. But, you know, we'll see. The game's not out yet. I can't talk too much shit on it. I've only seen... 40 minute long preview videos from multiple websites. Yeah, knowing Ubisoft, by the time this thing comes out, it'll be a fucking cooking game on the Wii U. <laughs> oh my god, I would fuck with that. <laughs> I would fuck with that. I would fuck with that, dude. Crusader cooking. <laughs> or Immortals cooking. I forgot what the game was called. Uh, oh, but yeah, that's that thing. Um, that's that thing. Speaking of other things that are happening with Nintendo, uh, so according to this rumor here, Nintendo is reportedly asking Switch developers to make their games 4K ready. As our Nintendo correspondent, uh, do you want to take that one? Uh, Sure. So, (laughs) (laughs) you know, I like, we've been talking about this Switch Pro for how long, Frank, probably since this podcast started. Yeah, yeah. Um... So it was in, it's inevitable, right? It's going to happen eventually. Uh, now that we got next-gen consoles coming out, the Switch is going to stop getting ports of like third-party games because it's just not going to be able to even run them even in some sort of shitty way. 
Yeah, you um, can't squeeze them down. Yeah, so they need to get something better out there. They need to just upgrade the Switch a little bit. It came out at the beginning of 2017, so it's starting to get up there in age. Um, so this is not surprising. The thing that surprised me the most about this rumor is 4K ready. And I know this is probably going to be some sort of upscaling tech, probably something to do with the dock and not really the actual Switch screen itself. I imagine like the handheld screen will probably be upgraded to like 1080 or something, and then you can dock it and get it upscaled to a higher resolution. Or I didn't like even think about them outsourcing processing power to the dock for whatever reason, but that, I can totally see that happening, especially since like... One, external GPUs are now more of a thing than they were even at the Switch launch. Two, you know, Nintendo has you trained to put it in the dock to get, like, the good graphics. Right. Yeah, you always get, like, a little bit of better performance out of the dock. So, I mean, it's... Um, <clears throat> I, th- I think it's inevitable, and I think it's not really surprising. The 4K part is a little surprising because Nintendo's never been one to really give a crap about resolution or graphics or whatever. I mean, the Wii wrote out sd while we were deep into hdtvs <laughs> um, so we're i mean i still bought one though yeah yeah I and, and i played the <laughs> shit out of it yeah dude i didn't um, like the controller or anything but i still played it yeah dude it was great. so many games have been ruined by the fucking wiimote but i still oh, played I them. that fucking yeah but yeah. we did yeah but yeah, I think this is cool. I, I hope that they come out with a Switch Pro that can make my games look great and pretty on my 4K TV. Give me the shiny graphics, Nintendo. Yeah, give, give shiny me Shiny graphics for my pampered eyes. I need them. I need it. Uh, you know what isn't getting upscaled? <laughs> Super Mario 64. But like, this, isn't, it, isn't it getting up? Isn't that this, the only thing that's happening though? This topic for me is like, if we were at a golden corral, this would be the giant plate of yeast rolls that I'm going to shove into my mouth because I have so many words to say about this stupid fucking thing. So, if you're not aware, Super Mario 3D All Stars is coming out for the Mario anniversary. I think it's the 35th. Don't quote me on that. Maybe it's the 30th. I don't know. Time is a flat circle. But anyway. It's the 35th. It's the 35th. Uh, thank you. It consists of a re-release of Super Mario 64, Super Mario uh, Sunshine, and Super Mario Galaxy. And they are touting, oh, look at our HD resolution and improved frame rate and other shit that, you know, you can do in an emulator that doesn't actually involve redoing anything. And then they're releasing it for $60, which means... That for 20 whole dollars, you get a supposedly enhanced version of Galaxy and Sunshine that really doesn't look much different. And then the biggest insult, a version of Super Mario 64 that still runs at 4.3, and all of the enhancements done to it were already enhancements that existed on the Wii Virtual Console ROM. Then on top of that, you can only get it until March. Including yeah. the digital version. You can only buy this video game until March. There's got to be a reason, man. They got to be doing something with these games after March. Like I don't know because if we look at the when they shat out an All Stars ROM of the SNES game onto a disc for the 25th, they didn't do anything with that. Like the the All Stars wasn't back on anywhere until the Switch came out. Damn. Yeah, like they could legitimately just fart this thing out. Then, like, raking a bunch of dough on it because, of course, according to this article, scalpers are already selling pre-orders for 200 bucks. It's artificially scarce. It's a limited product. They could just make a ton of rake and then, like, not do anything with it. They did the same shit with the NES and SNES Classic. They haven't really looked at those at all since they came and out. And nothing, it's not even, like, a special, like, if you buy a physical version... You're not getting anything special. You're just getting the cart. Like they did an unboxing or something on one of the Nintendo Minute streams or whatever, and it's literally just the cart. Like, yeah, you don't I think get the... any like special booklet or cool art book or like yeah, some give me an art book shit. or something. <laughs> because I want fucking shit. Uh, a fucking coupon for the digital download of the soundtrack, something. Oh, they have the soundtrack in the game. Oh, but, like, yeah, you can't, I don't know, like, you couldn't, like, download it on, like, your phone or something. Yeah, there's no, there's no way to be jamming out to 
the great music of uh, some stage in Super Mario 64. I like the music in that game, but like Bob on Battlefield is really the only track that comes to mind. But so as mad as I am about all this stuff, and as shady as it all seems, and I'm still gonna buy it. I still love that they're doing it. Of course you are, because you're I'm a big Nintendo fanboy. And now that it's only available till March in limited quantities, they have basically like, hey, you know that uh, that little inkling that you want to buy this that you might be able to ignore. Now it's a gun to your head. Yeah. And I know that you could say that, like, you know, not having to make the choice to buy some sort of stupid frivolous product is uh, not really having a gun to your head, but like. They are now artificially making it more annoying and expensive to enjoy your hobby. And I don't just extend that to them making this lim- a limited release, but the fact that before this happened, a few months ago, Nintendo DMCA'd to death multiple ROM sites just so they could crank out a bunch of ROMs onto a disc and then throw them at you. They remade a fan game in that Super Mario Battlefield like Battle Royale thing. Just oh, yeah, to that. sell that to you and undercut that guy. Like, they are... It's just transparent, like, how can we extract money out of our old shit and in a way that means that we don't have to do anything with it. They do know their audience. Yeah. Um, True. It's shitty, but it's going to sell like fucking crazy, dude. Oh, I, I'm I don't sure. know a single... Fr- I don't know a single person that owns a Switch that's not buying this. Here's yeah, what let's... they're gonna do. Here, here's what I would do if I were smart, or if they were smart. Here's what I would do over them, rather. Um, they're gonna run out in March, then they're gonna be like, "Hey, we're doing a second printing, and it's gonna have a different fucking cover, or it's gonna have like Galaxy Two in it, or something." And then everyone's gonna have to buy that version now. Uh, so what if they do this next gen Switch thing, which is rumored to come out at around the time that they stop producing this and all the other Mario games? And they do some sort of they act. This would be fucked up, but they actually remake these games, release them on the new Switch or with alongside the new Switch Pro or whatever um, individually. That would be kind of cool. I would then question the wisdom of. Well, I don't really question the wisdom of it, but like. Then the idea of them hucking out an inferior version, like, a year before, just so that they make a date that's kind of arbitrary, doesn't really make much sense to me. Like, if that was happening, I feel like they would go ahead and announce those versions, because a year is not that much time, but, I don't know. They've also been announcing shit and then having it come out in a couple months, so... That might just be not how they operate anymore. I mean, this could be a situation where the Switch Pro does gets games the Switch doesn't. Um, like the new Nintendo 3DS that they had uh, got quite like several games that this the regular 3DS couldn't play. Um, in which case, I, I don't even see some crazy version of Super Mario 64 that can't run on a current Switch, but. Um, I could see them just like ending this and then I mean they could even do something where they end this and then they sell them piecemeal on the digital yeah. store like where it, knows what they're gonna do. it's not a bundle anymore maybe they're 25 bucks a pop or whatever like each individual game not as a bundle on yeah, the, on like, the eShop them not announcing them do, that the fact that they're doing anything with it basically just means that, like, hey, if you want to be able to guarantee, be guaranteed to have access to these games in that form, you better buy it. And it doesn't really matter. Like, anything that they do after that is just going to undercut that sentiment, and that sentiment is already shitty in the first place. Yeah, it is. I mean, I do think the games look just slightly, barely better. Um, oh, yeah. And- well, that's just because they're not running at 240p. Yeah, and I do think that the the one positive here is that they've got a version of Super Mario Galaxy that you can play without a Wiimote on a handheld console. To me, that's that is worth a positive. It. Like that to me, like that makes the whole package worth it to me. Then because I needs don't to start releasing old Wii games with the old Play Control logo, starting with like Star Fox Zero. Star Fox Zero is not good. That game fucking, like, 
here's the thing about that video game. I discovered how to make it good, but I was so angry that I like I was like I'm returning this because even the levels once you make it good aren't that great. But if you go into the fake ass two player mode where you supposedly have another Wii Remote guy as the tail gunner, you can then fly the shit normally. And like shoot normally and just ignore the second Zero, the one with the Wii U gamepad that you had to use the gamepad. Yep. yep. Yeah. You don't have that to game. use the gamepad with the in the two player mode. That game that game sucks. Yeah, it does. Um, it I hate bad. it. I bad. hate it when I hate it when Nintendo makes you use something to play a game and that was the entire Wii system, which is why I'm like still salty and there's plenty plenty of games on the Wii that I missed out on. So it would be great. Like there's rumors of a Skyward Sword remake that have been circling around. It would be great to get Skyward Sword and Twilight Princess on Switch where I don't have to use the Wiimote to play them because I, I love those games. Um, but I don't I don't want to play them on a Wii or with a Wiimote in any way, shape, or form. Yeah, the the last time like Star Trek or Star Trek, Star Fox has been done dirty by Nintendo forcing stupid play control on it multiple times. You had Star Fox Zero, you had Star Fox Command on the DS. And those are both, aside from that remake of 64 on the 3DS, which still had a new gimmick tacked onto it, but it just wasn't disruptive. But, like, those are the most recent Star Fox releases. Before that, it's the one on the fucking GameCube. Uh, they made a ga- Ubisoft made a game called Starlink that's basically Star Fox, and on the Switch version, you can play as Star Fox and all the Star Fox people, so it's basically Star Fox made by Ubisoft. Yeah, and the shit that they put in Mario Kart for the F-Zero crap, like, is basically F-Zero bite me. <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying. Yeah, no, you're right. Uh... <laughs> To close us off here, one one small piece of bad news. Jasuda fifty one on Twitter saying that No More Heroes three has been delayed. Yeah, that's unfortunate, but expected. We haven't seen much or heard much about that video game since it was announced, so yeah. did not really expect it to just like come out of nowhere and show out in a year where Nintendo needs bangers. Um, so, I, and I, I hope that game's good. I, I expect it to be decent. Um, yeah, there hasn't. Aside from that weird good. Hotline Miami spinoff, there hasn't really yeah. been a bad game in that franchise. Right. Um, Bravely Default Two is also another game that's supposed to come out this year that we haven't heard really anything about. So I'm like worried that that's going to get delayed too because I want to play that. But um, Nintendo did announce a, a Hyrule Warriors Muso prequel to Breath of the Wild. I guess we forgot to to mention that. Um, you know, like their Warriors games, Nintendo's Warriors games that are Muso games. Like they made a Fire Emblem and a Hyrule and like a couple other Warriors games. Do you do you know about these, Frank? Yeah, I do. Okay, so they announced a new one that's coming out in November that Nintendo actually helped make. This is the first Warriors game that Nintendo actually took part in. Um, and it's a prequel to Breath of the Wild. So you know, in Breath of the Wild, they had like the big battle 100 years ago between like ganon and all the other shit and like everybody died um this muso game is that it's like the big battle that they talk about in breath of the wild so um that'd be cool i think that's pretty cool you know i mean i'm excited to play that i guess but like they need there needs to be like a nintendo game like a nintendo first party game out this fall there just has to be man but and with the way nintendo's been announcing shit lately like you never know like they just drop shit on random mornings like this 3d all-star stuff like i just woke up one morning they were like oh yeah we announced like eight games yeah like like, half of them come out in like the next couple months so i was like you never you never fucking know with them right now they just like go on twitter and announce shit at random yeah oh Anyway, I think with that, we're winding down here. Josh, do you have anything you want to plug? Uh, what? Plug? You know, anything that you're doing. This is a podcast, you know. You're doing anything on the internet, dude, that you'd like people to see? Oh, no. No, absolutely not. <laughs> uh, maybe here in the future. Uh, I recently uh, started a motorcycle vlog, so that's, that's cool. Oh, that's, uh, that's cool, man. Yeah. 
involves wheelies and stoppies and supermoto stuff. So, but right now I'm getting content. Yeah, that's Which, how you, that's you gotta growing do. You gotta in mass. Backlog it, that content. Yeah, you really have to, and it's hard to do too because a lot of it's not like you can just go and do that kind of stuff in parking lots because the cops, man. Yeah, the cops. The they make it hard. They make it hard to get cool content, but <laughs> um, eventually, maybe, yeah, sure. I mean, I guess it wouldn't be so bad that only ten other people knew about it. But. <laughs> yeah, well, I think uh, I think after this, obviously, people listening to this won't be able to check this out, but uh, we're gonna be streaming on. Uh, Trevor's Twitch channel just playing some Tony Hawk, but there will definitely be more of those if you want to lay out what that channel is, Trev. Sure, it's twitch.tv slash slamzany. Um, also, uh, I'll be writing a few pieces over the next couple weeks around the PlayStation 5 and the Xbox Series X over on thegamefanatics.com, so check those out as well. Um, also, started a YouTube channel. I've got some videos on there. haven't really seriously got rolling yet but if you want to I gotta get that from you so I can sub it's just slam zany slam zany all the things it's always been slam zany always has mine (laughs) is twitch.tv slash robot boombox I've just been streaming at 5 on Saturdays but I hope to do more of it uh, throughout the week but you know that's forthcoming and uh I guess on that note, we'll catch you later, Josh. Thanks for uh, sitting in with us. Hey, thanks for having me, bro. Yeah, definitely hope to have you around more. For sure. But anyway, we'll see you later. Bye. Later.